Last Sunday, we reflected about corruption. This Sunday, we can reflect on fake news and conspiracy theories. In the first reading, we hear the prophet Jeremiah. And the prophet Jeremiah is on a mission. God has called him for this mission. And the mission is not easy. The mission is to go and tell people the messages that God wants for them. Sometimes those messages are too strong. Like the prophet is saying, all I say, all I talk is about violence and things like that. Of course, no one wants a prophet to be telling them about violence and this is what's going to happen. You're going to go into exile. You're going to lose your land. You're going to... No one likes people to be telling you that. So the prophet is in a moment of... Uh, is in a moment of declining of his mental health. People are persecuting him. People are bearing false witness against him. He has been taken uh, to a judge. He is in a moment, he is in a moment, his mental health is not good. He cries out to the Lord because he feels betrayed. I mean, he has been doing the will of God, so he's not supposed to be suffering all those things. He has been a good guy. He has been just, righteous. And then he's suffering all these things. He feels abandoned by God. So he comes and says, you seduce me, O Lord, and I let myself be seduced. You were too strong for me. Even when Jeremiah didn't want to be a prophet, God seduced him into becoming a prophet. And Jeremiah went and was a great prophet. He fulfilled his mission. But he's tired of all these things. But in the end, we hear Jeremiah saying, but how can I not speak about you, Lord? Jeremiah understands that what he is doing is right. He's doing something good that is going to benefit the people. Sometimes we have in our society self-appointed prophets. There are many people who send stuff in the internet that shouldn't be there, that get us all tired and annoyed. Many times I get messages uh, and images of Jesus on Facebook or WhatsApp, and it says, send this image of Jesus to 10 people, and you're going to find the love of your life by midnight. I'm like, ooh, that sounds, hey, this is, okay, this sounds easy. Maybe I find the love of my life. There are other things that people send that are a little more serious. Not that finding the love of your life is not serious, but there are people who send stuff about the earth. The earth is flat. They send blogs and documents. And I'm like, oh, the church went through this many centuries ago, and I'm not going into that again. Others will send conspiracy theories. Others will send articles and blogs telling you how the church has been destroyed and these horrible bishops that we have and cowards, priests that we have these days. 
conspiracy theories about politics, some others will make comments about politics that just divide everybody, that polarized, that is so annoying. When people share things from Christian blogs, articles that are not Christian, that only attack the person, when you go to a website and they're just talking badly about everybody, that's all they do, that's not Christian. And if you just shared, uh, shared those kind of things through emails and social media, that only creates more hate and resentment among us Catholics and among us human beings. The following two months are gonna be very difficult for all of you who are going to vote. This political time, this election time, is a time of a lot of stress. It is very demanding for you to go to Facebook just to go on a, uh, to have a meal with a friend who might think different than you. It's stressful. So be careful about that because we are already stressed. Some people might not realize, but this whole pandemic have many people in a different kind of mental state today. We are all suffering the same thing. The whole world is experiencing the same. So be careful because if we add politics, polarizing politics, polarizing issues in the church, yes, our mind will get even more tired. So what can we do? We cannot deny that we are in a moment of election time and a difficult moment for the church and for the world. We cannot just close our eyes and think that nothing is happening. What we can do is what St. Paul and Jesus are saying in the gospel. St. Paul says, do not conform your life to this age, but be transformed by renewal of your mind by searching what is good, by discerning what is the will of God. Before sending something or making a comment or posting something on social media, then ask yourself, is this going to do good to another person? Is this going to divide? Is this article attacking a human being? Then Jesus says three things. Deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow me. Deny yourself is not about forgetting about ourselves. On the contrary, we have to know ourselves first. But it's looking for the good of the other person. Deny yourself is thinking when you're going to post something or send an article, deny yourself is asking yourself first, why am I doing this? Is it for my own benefit? Is it to look good on the internet? Why am I going to make this comment? Is it just to show the other that I really know what I'm talking about? Is to show the other, but you're wrong. Deny yourself. Know yourself first. Take up your cross. A few weeks ago in a Sunday homily, I was saying, the first cross that we have to carry with ourselves is ourselves. 
Before thinking that your cross is your husband, your mother-in-law, or things like that, the first cross that we have to carry is ourselves with all our qualities, with all our defects. We have to carry ourselves. We are not easy people. Sometimes we are difficult, even with ourselves. We need to understand ourselves first. Take up your cross. Try to understand the other people too and follow Jesus. That means the phrase that we always hear, what would Jesus say, what would Jesus do? But it's true at that moment. What is my well-informed conscience telling me to do? It's not just share, share, retweet, retweet, but my conscience, what is my conscience telling me to do? And hopefully my conscience is formed based on the gospel, based on the scriptures, based on the tradition of the church. We are Catholics, then we, not, we need to know that and let ourselves, let our conscience be well informed, following the principles of the gospel, the principles of justice and mercy and love, so the invitation is, yes, we need to be prophets in the world, like Jeremiah. Sometimes we're going to experience pain for what we say. We have to sacrifice some things. But hopefully what you are suffering and the pain that you are suffering is a well-thought suffering. Not just something that you said, just an imprudence, something that you just said in the internet, but something that you thought well before you shared. Be a prophet, be a prophet of the truth, but please first know what is the truth in that specific article, in that specific website before you share it. Hopefully, by being more prudent, we will be able to transform this polarized society, this hurtful social media into something beautiful that we will be able to create something great, a better society, a better church. And not Sunday, in the gospel, we're going to talk about forgiveness. That's something we all need. But first, we need to know ourselves. We need to be good prophets and prophets of the truth.